Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. <laughs> Sorry. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from... BF and best friends who says I 33 female have slept with both of my best friends and my boyfriend 36 male for four years is uncomfortable with that. I'll be breaking this up into sections just to keep it all in chronological order. You can scroll down to part three for the actual issue with my boyfriend and I have a TLDR at the bottom because man this is going to be long. Part one the background. Let me start right off with the problem. My two best friends in the world are male, and I've slept with both of them. It's not as bad as it seems, though. It's not like I have feelings for either of them. They're both childhood friends whom I've known for years and years, so I love them with all of my heart. But the thought of being in a relationship with either of them is unfathomable. One of them, we'll call him Rob, is married now. But we had a brief relationship senior year of high school. We broke up after less than a year for several reasons. I wanted to travel abroad for university and he wanted kids and I didn't. His mother didn't think I was a good fit for him. I know, but still remained friends. The other, we call him John, is a bit more complicated. I would never date him because he has serious issues. And it's not so much the issues that stop me from dating him, but the fact that he adamantly refuses any kind of help or therapy for them. He had some major childhood trauma that he's big time repressing. This affected his ability to have a relationship. He's a bit of a womanizer. After I got back from university abroad, I was 23 and all alone, and I needed a place to live. His parents had moved out to a condo on the beach, and they let John live in their old house. And he offered me one of the spare bedrooms for very low rent, so we lived together for a while without incident. I dated a guy for like two years, and John had a constant stream of women in and out of his bedroom but we discovered a system that worked for us and we became closer than ever. The problem was, one night about a year after I broke up with my ex, we hung out in the house alone and got drunk together. We were both super horny and hooked up and we had amazing sex, like really mind-blowing. I don't know if it was because I was drunk or because I'd only slept with two other people in my life who were both subpar. Rob and I were both virgins and we only had sex like twice before we broke up. And one of the main reasons I split with my other ex was sexual incompatibility. But either way, it was great and we didn't want to stop, so we kept hooking up for about 8 months. At that point, one of his old exes came back into his life and he realized he had feelings for her. We tried to stop hooking up, but quite frankly, we have no self-control. I realized I was 29 and had a steady job and there was no reason I shouldn't move out. So I left. We had one last night of sex the day before I moved out and agreed to never talk about it again. Part 2. The Boyfriend You can skip this section, I suppose. 
I don't think we will. It just talks about how my boyfriend, who we're called Sam and I, got together and outlines some of his insecurities and why this may be a problem for him. Sam has been a long-time co-worker of mine. We started working together when I got my job at 26. He was 29 and getting divorced. He told me all about it as it was happening. He and his wife got married way too fast. She had just broken up with her ex and five months into dating Sam, she discovered she was pregnant with her ex's child. She pressured Sam into marriage because she didn't want to be a single mom and he agreed. You can imagine why this didn't work out. Anyway, Sam and I became best friends in the workplace. He would tell me stories about his divorce and I would tell him embarrassing childhood stories about Rob and John. Oh yeah, didn't I mention? We all work together. Rob and John are in different departments, but it's a pretty close-knit company. So he knew I had dated Rob in high school, but he never knew about me hooking up with John. When I told him I was moving out of John's house, he asked me why, and I just said that we were getting older and it was time for me to get my own place, which was absolutely true. That just happened to be the day that he confessed his long-time feelings for me, and we began to date. Part 3. The Problem About half a year ago, we decided to move in together. His lease was ending and I owned my house, so we moved into my place. He sometimes works really late nights and on occasion, I'll have Rob or John over to keep me company when he does. Last night, he was meant to be working until 11pm. John was here and we were hanging out in the living room. It was about 10.30pm and we were drinking a bit and talking kind of loudly. John mentioned to me that his girlfriend was always jealous and worried that he and I had feelings for each other. I said that was silly and just because two people have great sex doesn't mean they are in love. As I said, we were talking pretty loudly, so I guess Sam came in at some point and heard me say that. I didn't even hear him unlock the front door, but he stormed into the living room and confronted me, asking when John and I had sex. He looked equal parts disappointed and angry. John left because he didn't want to be involved in our argument. I explained everything, told him John and I used to hook up when we lived together and that was part of the reason I moved out of his place because it wasn't healthy for us to have that kind of relationship. It has been four years and we rarely ever spoke about it and it hasn't affected our friendship at all. Sam now tells me he's uncomfortable with the fact that I have slept with both of the people I consider my best friends in the world. He's also uncomfortable with the fact that just a few days before he and I got together, I had sex with John. He says it taints our entire relationship because I'd lied to him about it. I think he's being a bit puritanical about it. Of course, I have a sexual past and why does it matter if it was only a few days before since it didn't mean anything? It's not like I had feelings for John and we always used protection and frequently got tested. I told Sam that so it's not like he's concerned about the health risks. He's just jealous. He wants me to hang out with John less and he doesn't feel comfortable with us drinking together at all. He also insists I should make new friends and separate myself a bit from Rob and John because it's weird that both of the people I'm closest with are people who have seen me naked. I think he's being entirely unreasonable. John and I are both in relationships and we have no feelings for each other whatsoever. The fact that we hooked up with each other for a while is something we want to leave in the past and to bring Rob into it is just ridiculous. It's been 15 years since we had anything to do with each other romantically. He's now married with kids. I think Sam just wants to punish me or something because he's weirdly jealous. I honestly don't know what to make out of this situation. And then we do have the update in a second, which comes a year later. 
And someone tried to write it from like the boyfriend's perspective. So Ruffle Lobster says, let's write this from his position. Hey everyone, I'm in a bit of a situation with my girlfriend. She has two best friends who hang out all the time. Normally I am not jealous, but this situation just keeps throwing up red flags. I will skip the long introduction and get right to the situation currently at hand. I occasionally work late. My job can be demanding and my girlfriend doesn't really like to be home alone. I understand that and she normally calls over one of her two friends. I always thought it was nice that they found time to hang out because it can be hard to keep friends after marrying. However, I came home last night and before I shut the door, I heard a drunken conversation. John stated that his wife was jealous of them and my wife mentioned how they had good sex, but his wife didn't need to worry. Needless to say, I rushed in and tried to figure out what the hell was going on. I questioned them and apparently they have a past together, which I did not know about. Not only that, but apparently it stopped barely before we got together. Everything about the situation makes me feel like I'm not getting the full truth. Why didn't she tell me she had sex with this man who is constantly over? Is this the type of thing they talk about on a normal basis? If she had told me before, I imagine it would have been less of a shock, but I keep thinking that she hid this from me because she knew she was doing something wrong or that I might not like it. I'm pretty furious right now. She could be cheating on me every time he is over and I would have no clue because I've always assumed she was telling me the whole truth. What do I do? I don't want to throw this away, but I can't help but think there is something else going on. And Ruffle Lobster goes on to say, As for me, I think you fucked up. You lied by omission and spent time with the person you lied about. Of course, he feels like the relationship is tainted. He has had 100% trust in you and your actions, and now he is seeing that for four years he has been lied to. It retroactively makes him reassess every single situation where you and John were alone together. At a minimum, you need to scale back the time being and stop spending so much late night alone time with him. Le Lunatic says, oh God, please don't tell me you actually said just because two people have great sex doesn't mean they need to be weird around each other out loud. You keep going on about how great John was in bed. Do you not see how that would make your boyfriend uncomfortable? A deleted user says, you want to see his point of view. Switch your positions. Put yourself in his shoes. He's got two best friends who happen to be female that he also used to sleep with. Now one night you come home from work, Sam is hanging out with one of them you hear them mention how they had great sex go on please tell me how you react to this knowledge is he unreasonable in terms of rob yes the man is married now is he unreasonable about john no not really are these two your only friends would you simply hang out with them the most out of everyone dinosaur train says and quotes i think he's being entirely unreasonable he goes on to say it doesn't matter if you think he's unreasonable he's given you his terms you are free to choose your friends or you are free to respect his boundaries but you cannot both possess your cake and eat it too you're actually being kind of scummy trying to make this all about how he's unreasonable that shows that you have little to no regard for his feelings you know what to do you just don't want to either respect his wishes and scale back especially with john or get the fuck out because he deserves to be with someone who respects his boundaries TXSC says, So you cheated with John when he had started getting back with his girlfriend because you had no control and the sex was awesome. But now the boyfriend is supposed to believe you will control yourself while in a relationship with him. I would have dumped your ass immediately upon this revelation. Sorry. And Opie replies saying, There was no cheating. He met up with his ex after many years of not seeing her. And as they started to become friends again, he told me he may want to pursue something with her. So we had one last night of sex before he started anything with her. I wasn't with Sam at the time. 
He had a crush on me and we were good friends and there was some flirting, but he made it obvious he was cynical about relationships because of his divorce. A relationship with him was not even on my mind because I didn't think it would ever happen, so all parties were single at the time of the hookup slash friend with benefits situation. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. As I said, OP updates the post a year later, which says, I know it's over a year later and probably no one remembers this post. I will never forget it because hearing from all you Redditors changed my life and saved my relationship. So if there's anyone here who read my last post, you deserve to know that you were right. After reading all the comments on the last post, I realized that Sam was not overreacting at all and would have been more than reasonable to break up with me because of this. I showed him my post and we had a long discussion in which I promised I would never hang out with Rob or John alone again. I told him I loved him so much and he was the most important person in my life I would do anything to gain his trust back, even if he wanted me to stop seeing my friends altogether. He said that wasn't necessary, and he didn't mind if I saw them alone occasionally, just he would prefer if it were in public and not at a late night or with alcohol involved. He felt sorry for being judgmental of me, but I told him that he was completely right and my relationship with John was inappropriate. I just needed something like this to make me see it. So we moved past it fairly easily, and I'm actually now married. It was a courthouse wedding on our fifth anniversary. Very lovely. Now, here's the part where everyone was right. After my conversation with Sam, John and I drifted apart a bit. I still hung out with Rob and his wife, but John broke up with his girlfriend and I no longer felt comfortable being with him alone. So he and I would hang out with Rob, but that happened maybe once or twice a month, where before we would see each other a few times a week. And last Thanksgiving, when Sam and I announced we were getting married, John actually left dinner early. He replied shortly to all of my messages, didn't return my calls and barely spoke to me. I didn't see him again until my wedding in December. You can guess where this is going. Thankfully, nothing happened at the wedding, although that would have made for a great screenplay, as someone in the comment of the last post mentioned. It was a small ceremony, just our families, a couple of Sam's friends, Rob, his wife and John. We went out to a restaurant for a reception dinner and John seemed withdrawn the entire time. I guessed he was not happy that I was married. So since Sam and I got back from our honeymoon in January, I've seen John maybe twice, once for Easter and again for Rob's birthday. I tried to say hi at work, but he always makes an excuse and walks away. He didn't even come to Sam's birthday last month. After that, I decided I would stop trying to reach out to him and he could talk to me when he was ready. Last week, he was finally ready. 
Sam was offered an opportunity to travel abroad for eight months with his job, with me invited to come along. We decided to accept it and I suppose John saw Sam's Facebook post about it because the next day John sought me out at work. He asked me if I was really leaving the country for eight months and when I said yes, he asked why I couldn't stay. I asked why he cared if I stayed when he hadn't really spoken in months. He said, I'm sorry, never mind, and walked away. But at that point, it was clearer than ever what was really going on. So Sam and I are leaving in September. His job will still be waiting for him when he gets back, but I've decided to find a new one. I'm glad that I'll be out of the country for a bit. I feel really stupid to not have realized that John could have feelings for me. There's never been anything there on my end, so I just assumed it was the same for him since we're able to be roommates and friend with benefits. It seems obvious now. Everyone who commented on my last post was spot on about our relationship not being normal, and I'm so glad that Reddit was able to see why it wasn't. I'm so deliriously happy in love with my husband. I don't even want to think about what would have happened had I not posted here. So thank you all again, and I hope this update is in some way satisfying. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Put yourself in Sam's position and you walked in and heard that conversation. How would you feel about it? Would you not be bothered? Would you need something to happen? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Now, I saw the title of this next one and I think I already know the verdict. You're probably already going to know the verdict, but I'm really curious about the situation. From Kiyoshu505, who says, Am I the arsehole for letting my mother have a copy of the key to our new home despite my wife's objection? Holy mole. I, male 34, recently bought a one-story house. Note that it was purchased solely by me. My wife did not help save for it. I started saving for it before I even met her. And it's in my name. When my parents threw us a party for this happy occasion, mum asked for a copy of the key in case of an emergency. I let her have it which made my wife upset. She didn't say anything at the time, but she waited till we were alone and started arguing with me saying I shouldn't have let my mother have a copy of the key. I said, why? Since my mother is known to respect privacy and is a very trusted member in the family. She said that she does not feel comfortable with the idea of someone else who's not a resident to have a copy of the key. She also brought up how my mother didn't pay a penny towards the house, so this should disqualify her from getting the key. I said it was not a big deal, but she keeps persisting, saying that I need to take the key back. Quite frankly, this had me fuming. I pointed out that I'm the one who bought the house, and it's my decision to decide who gets to have a copy of the key, end of story. She screamed at me saying that technically she did contribute towards the savings back when she used to pay for our rent and daily expenses while I saved money. I told her that she was acting as if I put my mum's name on the title, which is ridiculous, but she said that I have no respect for her opinions and keep undermining her input. We've been going back and forth on it since then. She's now letting me know that if I don't take the key back, then she'll do it herself. I think she's being irrational and unreasonable, acting like that over a copy of the house key. This decision I made could save us in case of an emergency, but she kept downplaying it. ETA, I think it's crucial to mention that there's no conflict between my mother and my wife. They're on near perfect terms, all right? I thought that I've already established that above. Oh, you cheeky so-and-so. Now, without even thinking about the key at the minute, I was thinking about when he mentioned that he'd done all the savings 
Well, she paid the expenses and the rent. So was she paying all the expenses and the rent while he just saved all his money to put towards the house and now she hasn't even got a part of it? Oh, I mean, you're going to be the asshole to me just for that in itself. But for the question about the key and the emergency, for me, I don't mind family members having emergency keys to get into the house if they want to. I think in some ways it's just a pretty smart thing to do rather than having to pay a locksmith to come out, break into your house, which is a lot more expensive than a key. But I can totally understand someone at the same time if they say, no, I don't want anyone else to have access to my house and I am going to call it her house because she has contributed, as you clearly said in this post. And I think in a normal situation where you could sit down and talk this out, but from reading your post, I can see that would never happen. I would be sitting down and asking what the real reason is that you don't want to give her the key and just talking it out like adults. And, you know, she might have a different reason for it, in which case I think you should be respecting that. As I said myself, many family members have copies of the house keys and it's no issue for me, but I can totally understand if someone didn't want to hand the key over. And we're going to start off with Paul Stewart, who says, and everyone sucks here. If you are married and she paid rent whilst you saved, she is definitely entitled to say she contributed to the house. And if you divorce, any decent lawyer will make that case. She's also an asshole for being bothered that someone else has a key. If she's locked out, it's either, I presume, a short trip to your mum's house or an expensive visit by a locksmith slash broken window. You both need to grow up. If your mum ever broke privacy by coming over unannounced, then your wife would be right to not want her having a key. Cake Eating Rabbit says you're the arsehole and this is why you can't trust no one when it comes to money. You played your wife. You probably told her you would save for a shared home and that's why she should support you and pay your share of the rent. Now, she didn't contribute a penny to your house. Your house. She gets no say but your mum does. Lol. You're the arsehole. You are an a-hole. Snoo Drawing says you're the arsehole. She paid all your expenses while you saved and she's not even on the title of the house. She's right. She did contribute. Orc 8 replies that saying this right here. If you saved by letting your wife pay for rent and expenses, then you did not save. You freeloaded off your wife so that you could buy a house in your own name. This is not fair to your wife. How about for the next few years you pay all the mortgage and expenses so she can put all her money in her savings and buy her own house? I will vote you're the arsehole on the specific topic you asked for, which is giving your mother a key. Assuming your wife also lives in the house, she should be consulted before you give the key to anyone. Tornado Girl says it's called financial abuse, and it's a common tactic used by narcissistic assholes to maintain power in their relationship. And one more from Happy Banana, who says you're the arsehole. Your attitude of I paid for it isn't on. You are married. It's our home, not my home now. In any case, your wife is right. She absolutely has financially contributed to the property. She paid the rent which allowed you to save. Pretty disgusting of you to dismiss this. Your mother having a key to your home is a big deal and something you and your wife both need to be comfortable with. If you aren't mature enough to make joint decisions with your wife, you shouldn't be married. I think your wife is right. You don't seem to respect her at all. Huge red flag that you only put the house in your name. You've basically used your wife to enable you to do what you want. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? As always, would love to know your thoughts and opinions down in the comments below. Just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories as always. And don't forget, there'll be a couple of playlists at the end of the video that you can click on and scroll through for you. So yeah, thank you once again, and I will see you soon. Much love.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 